You're listening to a word from the Lord, the podcast. My name is Pastor Michael E. Tong, and I serve as the senior pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church right here in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma. And I'm also a co-founder of a word from the Lord, Inc. And when you get an opportunity, I would love for you to visit our website at awftl with Dr. Michael and Kimberly Eton.org. AWF is uh, the initials for Word from the Lord, with spelled out, Dr. Michael and Kimberly Eton.org. And you can get to know our ministry and our vision. And in short, our vision is to share the Word of God with as many people as we can, and in many ways as we can, in Jesus' name. So if you'd like to support our ministry, after you listen to the message, God use uh, this message to touch and reach you in such a way that you would like to give. Uh, visit that website, AWFTL, with Dr. Michael McKimbleEton.org or call 1-855-510-1397. To announce that we will begin broadcasting on the first Sunday in June of 2023 on the Now Television Network. It's the second largest African-American television network. And it also is a satellite uh, also. And we're going to be broadcasting uh, throughout Europe. Uh, we heard in London, Paris, throughout that corridor, as well as all over Africa. So we are excited about joining the team at the Now Television Network. We're calling all of our prayer warriors to begin to intercede on behalf of the television program that God would use it in mighty and awesome ways to impact the body of Christ not only in America we'll be heard in America but all around the world so we want to thank you in advance for praying now we're going to take you to the Bethlehem Baptist Church here in Paul's Valley Oklahoma where I do serve as a senior pastor it is Sunday, November the 26th. It's Thanksgiving weekend. And I'll be sharing a message entitled Gratitude with an Attitude Consumingly. Gratitude with an Attitude Consumingly. We're going to be looking at Hebrews chapter 12, verses 28 and 29. Again, Hebrews chapter 12, 28 through 29. And now, without any further ado, let's get into the service where we'll get into the word. Amen and praise the Lord. It is good to be in the household of the Lord after Thanksgiving. Amen. And to continue this morning in and with our Thanksgiving. Amen. You know, we serve a God who's worthy to be praised all year long. Yes, Lord. Worthy to be appreciated all year long. And somebody over this holiday season was able to praise God, even though the circumstances weren't perfect. Amen. Even though there may have been some things going wrong in your life, you stopped and you said, hallelujah anyhow, because of the God that you serve. Amen. Amen. And praise the Lord. A few uh, announcements. Uh, we got a letter from the Garvin County Choral Society. They're pinning on a play on December the 10th. Um, it's going to be a fully a full production, orchestra and harps and dancers, singers and actors. 
and I'm going to post this information. They're also sponsoring the Christmas in Paul's Valley, the tour of houses. And uh, one of the reasons I love this time of year is I do love all of the lights. Amen. Amen. And praise the Lord. And we glorify God doing this holiday season because what? Jesus is the reason for the season. Amen. And that's why we sing. Amen. 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 And praise the Lord. Um, this holiday season, we are not we will not be fasting. Um, we will start our fasting and prayer. Um, next year sometime, and we're just going to celebrate our Lord all season long. Amen. Amen. Uh, but I will still send out the pastor's prayer list. And if you're not on the pastor's text, just make sure you uh, give me your number. You can uh, give it to Sister Eton, write it down and give it. And we will put you on the pastor's text and we will keep you connected here at the Bethlehem Baptist Church. Amen. 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 And praise the Lord. My little gidget here is not working, so I'm going to go on. And we're continuing in this series, uh, Gratitude with an Attitude. Gratitude with an Attitude. We've been standing on 1 Chronicles uh, 21, verse 24, which says, I will not take for the Lord what is yours or sacrifice a burnt offering that doesn't cost me nothing. David uh, figured that to worship God, it should cost him something. And that's why one of the greatest indicators as to whether you love God or not is in your giving. It's not about the amount that you give. It's about that you give. Uh, proportional to your amount. And a thankful person uh, will give. All right. Amen. 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 Uh, let me meddle a little bit. When we go out to restaurants and some of you are very sophisticated eaters and you go to sophisticated places. Mm. And when they bring the bill, because the food was so good, um, you don't complain about leaving a tip. Right. Hello, somebody. And uh, most of you know how to tip. Uh, no, it should be uh, somewhere around 20% if you're doing it right. Hey, hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Yeah, it's gone up. <laughs> but when you're grateful for the meal, you'll even tip the person that didn't even cook the meal. Hello, somebody. Woo, let me say that again. You'll tip, you'll tip the person that didn't even cook the meal. Hello, somebody. And you'll tip them, and, and I want to mail a little bit, this holiday season, that you tip the cook. Hello, somebody. <laughs> Were you grateful for the offering? Amen. Amen. Well, God is worthy. He's cooking all year long, Amen. all day long. Yeah. And he is worthy to be thankful. Yeah. He's worthy of a grateful people because we know uh who he is. Yes. Right. And that's why we have gratitude with an attitude. Right, yeah. It's gonna cost me something yes. 
Oh, to be a Christian. As a matter of fact, it cost me my whole life. Uh, it cost me my whole will. Because I'm doing something that I didn't want to do. Hello, somebody. As a preacher, I had enough sense that this wasn't something that I really wanted to do. Hello, somebody. But God saved me. And because God saved me, I had to offer my life as a living sacrifice. I had to give up my will for his will. And because I gave up my will for his will, oh, he gets to tell me what to do. Hello, somebody. Right. Yes, Lord. Hello. And I'm so grateful that he does. Mm -hmm. Hello, somebody. Yeah. I'm so grateful. Because I'm blessed. I remember I said that waitress gets the tip, didn't cook the meal. I'm blessed. Mm -hmm. Hello, somebody. Because God blessed me. Hello, somebody. Yes, so we're going to uh, finish this uh, series this next week. Gratitude with an attitude. And uh, I want you to get out your Bibles because uh, this thing is not working. Locked up on me. So get out your Bible on Hebrews. We're going to read this morning, or I'll read this morning, Hebrews chapter 12, verse 28 through 29. Hebrews chapter 12, 28 through 29. All right. Will you please stand in reverence to the word of God? Stand symbolically saying that I'm going to stand on the word of God in Jesus' name. Hebrews 12 and 28, and I'll read it. It says, Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken, let us be thankful. I like that part. I'm going to read that again. Since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken, let us be thankful and so worship God acceptably with reverence and awe, for our God is a consuming fire. I read to you Hebrews chapter 12, verse 28 to 29. May God only bless All right. the doers of his holy and magnificent word. Today, I'm going to share a message entitled Gratitude with an Attitude Consumingly. Gratitude with an Attitude Consumingly. And we're going to talk around three points. The Holy Spirit gives us utterance. We're going to talk about a unshaken sovereignty. We're going to talk about a unshaken uh, sympathy. And we're going to talk about a unshaken sanctity. A unshaken sovereignty, a unshaken sympathy, and an unshaken sanctity. And we want Christians to know this morning that Christians should be thankful to God because he is a consuming fire. Christians should be thankful to God because he is a consuming fire. I'm going to take you this morning, since I don't have the maps and all the graphs, I'm going to take you this morning into my household this morning. And uh, I was uh, eating breakfast. My wife has cooked me breakfast. And, uh, and uh, after I finished watching the news, uh, 
use the system each time will change the channel and watch uh, a political show. And uh, usually it's in that time where we make an exchange. Uh, we make an exchange because usually I have the remote and usually during that time we make an exchange and uh, she usually say, toss it, toss it to you, toss it to me. And uh, she noticed this morning that I always seem to be off and how I toss her the remote. It is never thrown directly to her, okay? It's never thrown directly to her. And she was just wondering, now why can't you throw? I'm, I'm right here. Why can't you just throw me the remote? And, and then I had to explain to her the reason I throw it off is because of how I reverence her. The reason I throw it off is because I reverence her so much I don't want to hit her with the remote. So I always throw it off to the side. I always throw it at. That's reverence. Hello, somebody. All it right. seemed like I was off, mm -hmm. but it really was reverence. All right. You see, right. in this day and time, because I love Jesus, mm -hmm. there's some things that I do that seems off to people. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, somebody. Yeah. There, there's some things that I do that seems off to people. Oh, they think it's off for a man to be faithful to his wife. Mm. Help somebody. Yeah, he yeah. should be a player and have women on all different parts of the town. Help somebody. But, but because I reverence God, oh, I do things that appear off to people. I, I do things I, that appear off in my offering. I, I, I give. And, and most folk who don't love Jesus and know him think it's off to give uh, and offering every Sunday, yeah. let alone to give 10%, let alone to give a gratitude with an attitude kind of offering that comes up out of nowhere spontaneously that seems a little off and it's off to them. It seems off to them because I reverence God. It seems a little off. For us in our society to love our enemies right. and to bless those who curse us and to pray for those who despitefully use us. That seems a little off. Oh, but that's what Christians do because they reverence God because our God is a consuming fire. Hello, somebody. Our God is a consuming fire. It seems a little off. For me to be sick in my body and still have a praise on my tongue. It seems a little off for me to get laid off. Oh, but still bless the Lord at all times. It, it seems a little off. Oh, 
know why? Because I worship a God who is a consuming fire. Oh, guess what? I may look a little off, but it's just because I worship him. Is there anybody in here off? Do you look a little strange at your job? Do you look a little strange in your neighborhood because you're off? Hello, somebody. You're off because you have gratitude with an attitude consumingly. Hello, somebody. Point number one. This, this thing consumes me um, because I have an unshaken sovereignty. The word says, oh, in 28, therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken. Don't you know when you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you are added into uh, oh, a kingdom uh, that cannot uh, be shaken. Uh, let me say it again. Don't you know when you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you are, ad- you are added into a kingdom uh, that cannot be shaken. And that's why, oh, I, if I'm living right, uh, I cannot uh, be shaken. Hello, somebody, because I serve a God who's not shook. Uh, That means I don't have to be shaken. I don't have to be shaken during COVID. I don't have to be shaken. Oh, when the repo man takes my car, I don't have to be shaken in the fire. I don't have to be shaken in the flood, in the earthquakes. Uh, I don't have to be shaken. Oh, when it rains. Because I, I'm a part of a kingdom that cannot be shaken. I don't mean the metal, but yesterday, oh, the Cowboys, oh, could not be shaken. I'm not talking about my Dallas Cowboys. I'm talking about, oh, the other Cowboys on up the way. Oh, they were losing. Hello, somebody, but they couldn't be shaken. They were losing at the half, but they couldn't be shaken. They kept playing the game. Oh, and they and they and they made a comeback. Oh, because they couldn't be shaken. The other team scored, but they still couldn't be shaken. They went into overtime and they still couldn't be shaken. Oh, and they kept on. Oh, until they won the game because they couldn't be shaken. They never thought, oh, that they were going to lose. Oh, they thought, oh, because they had that attitude, they believed that they were going to win. Is there anybody here who's at the half and it seems like the devil is winning, but you cannot be shaken. Is there anybody here oh, who's gone into overtime with this struggle? You've been struggling day and night, trying to overcome, but you cannot be shaken. And guess what? God sent you here this morning to let you know score and overtime. Oh, and you have the victory because you cannot be shaken. Hello, somebody. That devil is saying, I do everything after him. I touch their body. I touch their marriage. I touch their children. Oh, and they could not be shaken. They had the attitude of that little old big mouth preacher who said, said, Hallelujah! Woo! Score! And 
Jesus' name. Yes, Lord. Amen. Unshaken sovereignty means that I don't have to be shaken. Psalms 62 and 1 says, oh, my soul find rest in God alone. 62, 1, jot it down. My salvation comes uh, from him. Uh, he alone is my rock and my salvation. He is uh, my fortress. Uh, and because he is uh, my fortress, I will never be shaken. I will never be shaken. Yeah. In Jesus' name. Yeah. Hello, somebody. Yeah. Oh, if you looked at uh, some clips of AI, mm -hmm. uh, the greatest player to play the game that didn't win. Because he didn't like to practice. He didn't realize that in practice, oh, you're not just practicing, but you practice. And when you practice, you make the folk around you better. Oh, because they got to try to stick you. And if they stick you, they can stick anybody else. But he didn't think practice was any good. And that's why we don't ever call him uh, as a great champion because he never won any championships. Uh, but one thing we know he could do was what? That crossover move. Mm -hmm. And when he did that crossover, he'd come down and he'd cross you over. And you'll be going this way and he'll be going that way and hitting the shot. Oh. Because he could shake you off. Right. Oh, God says today in Jesus' name, mm -hmm. you gotta learn to get this divine sovereign crossover. Mm. That devil's been on you. Yeah. He's put his full court press on you all year long. Yeah. And the stuff that was easy is hard now, but you refuse to be shaken. You believe in the God that you serve, and because you believe in the God that you serve, you can cross him over. Yeah. Hell, somebody. Yeah. He thought you would not have praised this last Thanksgiving, yeah. but you yeah. crossed him over and yeah. took the shot. Yeah. Oh, is there anybody here? Oh, is willing to cross that devil over because you refuse to be shaken yes, in Jesus' name. Oh, the devil has touched your body, but you refuse to be shaken. Yes, sir. You lost some stuff in this last year and some people that you love, but you refuse to be shaken. Yeah. Oh, because you're part of an unshaken sovereignty. Your God, oh, and his kingdom is never shaken. And as a result, I will never be shaken. Psalms uh, 62 and 1. All right. In Jesus' name. We're talking about today gratitude with an attitude mm -hmm. consumingly. Because when you, when you serve a God that is all consuming, it will consume you. You'll want to serve him, not just on a Sunday, but you'll uh, want to serve him on a Monday and on a Tuesday. And on a, oh, on a Saturday when everybody else uh, is watching the game. Uh, oh, you're all consuming and you're serving God with all your heart, mind, and soul because it's all consuming to you because you serve an all-consuming God. Right, yes, Lord. You have an unshaken sympathy. It says here, and, and, and that the B part, it says, uh, wait a minute, therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken, this is our sympathy. 
Let us be thankful because we have the victory in the God that we serve. Let us be thankful. Oh, it's easy to be thankful when you have the victory. And the problem with most Christians is, is that you think your victory is circumstantial. Your victory is not circumstantial. You get your victory in the God that you serve. And your God is on the throne. Oh, in case you didn't know, he's on the throne. And guess what? Ain't nobody powerful enough to unseat him. And as long as he's on the throne, everything is going to be all right. Not to say you won't have to suffer some things in this life, but everything is going to be all right. Not to say that you won't have to cry sometime like grandmama and them used to sing. I don't know why, but I have to cry sometime. But guess what? Everything is going to be all right. Oh, and you should be thankful, as we said last Sunday, in all circumstances, you should be thankful. And this is our unshaken sympathy, is to thank God. That's why, you know, as the older I get, the more I understand some of the simple theology that the old folk used to have. The old folk would say something that I would never say until I'd grown older. They used to say, if he don't ever do another thing, he's done enough. Woo! That's powerful. That's knowing the God that you serve. But we live in a culture where we want God to give me, let me, let me have God. Give me, let me, let me have. Oh, and we never get enough of what we want God to bless us with. But the old folks said, who had a whole lot less than what we have. As a matter of fact, we're worshiping in a building that they built because we couldn't build it in our time. And they had a lot less than what we have. Oh, and they came to the conclusion, oh, that if he doesn't do another thing. If he don't ever do another miracle in my life, he's done enough. Is there anybody here that has that sympathy? That can be thankful to God for not what he's about to do, but what he's already done in Jesus' name. It says, let us be thankful. Thank you, Lord. For all the many blessings that that you have blessed me with, including to be pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church, one of the greatest blessings of my life. Thank you, Lord, for using my bishop, Bishop G. Wilson Jones, to get me to this place. Thank you, Lord, for the reception of God's people in this place. Thank you, Lord, for the many blessings that God has done. That's just in my life. Hello, somebody. You got to thank you, too. Amen. Hello, somebody. Uh, We heard in Sunday school, thank you for another breath. Hello, somebody. I didn't know what that was until I got old. Oh, and they told me I stopped breathing 25 times in the night, but I'm still here. Yeah. Oh, I'm still here. Oh, when the devil's trying to take my breath away. Oh, 
I'm still here. When he tried to take my life, I'm still here. Oh, when I was in a car accident. Oh, at, at the gym. Oh, I'm still here. Got hit pretty hard, but no dents in the car and no dents in my body. Hey, hello, somebody. I'm still here. Oh, and thank you, Lord. I just count the many blessings. Thank you, Lord, for all that you have done. And the older I get, I can thank you for the simple things like a breath. When I was younger, I didn't understand what you mean, a breath. Hello, somebody. Oh, God blesses us. Yeah, In so many ways. And we should be thankful. Yes, Lord. We should glorify him. Oh, not just one month out of a year, but all at all times. Yeah, Lord. And I, you should have an unshaken sympathy. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praising shall continually be in my mouth. The ESV version of Psalms 107, 1 through 3. Oh, give thanks to God. Why? For he is good. For his steadfast love endures forever. He is good and his steadfast love endures forever. And then he says this. Oh, like we were in the stadium on Friday when the Sooners play. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Hello, somebody whom he has redeemed from trouble and gathered in from all the lands from the east uh, and from the west uh, and from the north uh, and from the south. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Yeah. I should hear a cheer up in here. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Don't you know that's a score? Yeah, all right. Amen. Folk have problem praising Lord in the sanctuary. But let their favorite team score. Oh, oh first. Yeah. Oh, everyone. Hello, somebody. Oh, Pastor Eton was oh had a good oh Thanksgiving because of what the Dallas Cowboys yeah. and they were scoring all over the place. Oh, woo, 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 woo. Guess what? That woo shouldn't compare to the woo for the Lord. Oh, let me say that. That woo shouldn't compare to the woo of the Lord. the God that we serve. Yes, In Jesus name. Oh give thanks to the Lord for he is good and his steadfast love endures forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Yes. See y'all missing. Y'all supposed to say woo. Yeah. 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 Just remember the text if you don't remember the sound. Right. 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 In Jesus name. My last point. At least I get too happy and keep us too long. Mm -hmm. We talked about today uh, gratitude with an attitude consumingly. Yes, sir. See, people love football and, and 
and and and and Saturday was what anybody remember what Saturday was? They called it rivalry Saturday. Because Michigan was gonna play who? Ohio State. Ohio State. They had that iron bowl that went on. And, and who who is that? The Alabama playing who? Harvard. Rivalry Sunday. Oh, and people who love their team are all consuming. They make noise in that place. All right. Oh, they talk about the Cowboys, the Oklahoma Cowboys, and they have a, a group of people who have a paddle. Oh, I believe in the end zone, and they just beat on the paddle. I don't want to break something. No, no. I'm saying. <laughs> But they just beat on oh, and make noise. They're all consuming, folks. Oh, dress up. It's all consuming. Oh, they have uh, tailgating parties. It's, right. it's all consuming. It's, it consumes uh, not just the game, which is three or four hours. Uh, oh, if it goes into overtime, it takes up the whole day. It's all consuming. That's the God that we serve. Yes, sir. Amen. We should be all consuming yeah. because of this last point, an unshaken sanctity. Verse 29 says, for our God is a consuming fire. Our God is a consuming fire. One thing you don't ever want to be in is in a fire. Right. Because fires burn up everything. Um, the fire in the world trade centers it burnt up everything. It's ashes. Right, yeah. Everything. And the eerie thing about that is they had all those rescuers and they couldn't find anybody. They said we were digging through the rubble and we couldn't find anybody. Why couldn't they find anybody? Because the fire consumes mm. everything. All right. And all you have left is ashes. That's powerful. Right, yeah. And that's why the Bible used it as an illustration of the God that we serve. One of the most powerful destructive forces on earth. It consumes everything. And our God is a consuming fire. If you serve him and you're able to compartmentalize your Christianity, if you can only keep him on a Sunday, we don't serve the same God. All right, all right. Mighty good, mighty good. Amen. Amen. If all you do is, is in the Zoom Bible study on Wednesday, we don't serve the same God. Because our God is all-consuming. Yes, yes, yes. He is either first place or what? Right. No place. No. I always like to say God has a healthy self-esteem. Yeah. See, some women and some men will be in unhealthy relationships because they don't have a healthy self-esteem. Mm. 
and they'll let people talk to them crazy, hit them, spit on them. Hello, somebody. Disrespect them in every kind of way. And they're able to do that. They do that because they don't have good self-esteem. You see, God has good self-esteem. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. He says, I'm going to be all places or no place. Yeah, right, right. Don't compartmentalize me. Mm -hmm. Oh, when I come in your house, I want the living room. Mm -hmm. Which means I determine what you watch on television. Mm -hmm. My Lord. I want the kitchen yeah. because I determine what you eat. Mm -hmm. Ooh, you want to meddle some Christian folk. <laughs> I mean. <Go> ahead. <laughs> Is he all consuming in that area? Or will yeah. you put anything in your temple? Woo! All right. Hello, somebody. Mm -hmm. Where you smoke? Mm -hmm. I forgot how many different chemicals they say that's in cigarettes that they won't allow you to put under the sink in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. My Lord. He hello, somebody. All right. Mm -hmm. Oh, our God wants the bedroom. Hello, somebody. Yeah, yeah. He, he wants you to be holy. Mm -hmm. Oh, he wants all rooms. He's all consuming. He wants all days. Oh, he loves Sunday when we worship him, but he needs you on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday again. Mm -hmm. He's all consuming. And when you get in a personal relationship with him, that's why it's so easy to be thankful. Because he consumes everything in your life. Nothing compares. Back in the day, Prince, and I believe... Uh, that other young girl, uh, old something, sung a song that says, Nothing compares, nothing compares to you. <laughs> Stick with your gift, Reverend, you can't sing. <laughs> oh, and that prince uh, who wrote the song was saying that this person was so good that no one compared. Oh, God is. Yeah. Yes, he is. That holy. God is. That sanctified. As a matter of fact, the meaning of his name, holy, means set apart, which means there's none like him. None. Yes, it's not like him. You know, I, I, sometimes I try to set myself apart and I say, hey, I'm going to get this car that nobody else has in town. I buy that car and guess what? I see every car in town just like it. <laughs> I saw nothing compared to that car. Hello, somebody, but there were several others. Oh, with God, nothing. Right, nothing compares. Nothing compares. And he's a consuming fire. No power on earth can compare to the God that we serve. That's why we have an unshakable kingdom. And that's why we can be unshaken. Because the God that we serve, nothing compares to him. And we have an unshakable sanctity. Because our God is a consuming fire. Deuteronomy 9 and 3 says this, but understand that today the Lord your God goes ahead of you as a what? Consuming fire. 
God goes and was willing to go ahead for the people of God that would walk into the promises of God. Oh, God would allow that consuming fire to go ahead of them. That's why as Christians, we don't have to worry about promotions and open doors. We don't have to worry about the political nature of what goes on at work. We don't have to worry about all networking like a whole lot of other folks uh, network. We don't have to worry about that because uh, God goes uh, before us uh, like a consuming fire and because he's gone before us uh, oh, we don't have to worry. Oh, even though we go see the doctors uh, and the doctors tell us some things uh, that we want to hear and that we don't want to hear, our God is consuming uh, and he can take care of all of our needs. Uh, all all of our physical needs. He is a consuming fire. All of our financial needs. He is a consuming fire. All of our emotional needs. He is a consuming fire. Oh, that's why they call him I am that I am. I am that I am means oh, told Moses that he would manifest himself and whatever way needs to be manifested to get those people out of Egypt. Oh, God says this morning, I am a consuming fire. And because I am a consuming fire, you can have hope today in Jesus' name. Hope for healing. Hope for provision. Hope for life. Oh, hope for endurance. Oh, hope for love. Hope Oh, in Jesus' name. He's going before us as a consuming fire. I am out of time. All eyes closed, heads about, saints are praying. Father God, we thank you this morning that we are thankful because you are a consuming fire. Somebody came this morning concerned about a wayward bill. A concern about a loved one who's sick. And many are so close to their loved ones who are sick that they are sick. And you said that you are a consuming fire. They can identify with their sickness. Then perhaps God, they can identify with their God. Who is a consuming fire. Who can touch you and touch your loved ones. And heal them if it be his will in Jesus name. Yes, Lord. Father, take care of all the needs that are in this place of all the people that came to this place. It never amazed me, Father, how many burdens people carry and nobody knows about and nobody is sharing about it. Um, take care, Father, of their every need. We're, calling healing in this place restoration in this place in Jesus name praying for traveling mercy and traveling grace for those of us who are traveling take that consuming fire and go before them and make the rough places smooth in this time of great travel in our nation and in our world Father, we thank you. Thank you, Lord. You're truly wise.
to be praised. In Jesus' name. All eyes are still closed, heads are still bowed. Right now, I want to give you an opportunity to respond to the word of God this morning. There are several ways you can do so. One of my burning and consuming concern is that everybody in this place is saved. Because you can come to church and not be saved. And that's why we always have to open the doors of the church on every Sunday and tell you about the Jesus that the choir sung about. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. If you're here today and can believe that Jesus Christ was God's only son, that he died for your sins, was buried and raised again on the third day, then today you can be saved. We want you to slip out of your seats right now and come forward and let us know as a church body that you want to give your life to Jesus Christ. It's really simple and it don't have to happen right here, but simple but profound. It's a simple prayer, but what makes this profound is it's just not a prayer, it's a will. It's you saying that I believe that Jesus is the son of God, that he died for my sins, was buried and raised again on the third day. So today that I might be saved, that I might change out my will for God's will. And that I might grow in him for the rest of my days. Is there one today who wants to come and accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Perhaps there's somebody here today, you prayed that prayer in private but never made it public and was never baptized. I want you to slip out of your seat right now. If the Holy Spirit is leading you to be baptized, the first step of obedience for the Christian and can be a great indication whether you are saved. Somebody else here today, you've been coming but you've never joined the Bethlehem Baptist Church. You've never publicly confessed your commitment to the body of Christ right here at the Bethlehem Baptist Church. And if you need a church home and you live in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma, dare I say, you need to look no further. You are already home. That's why you always keep coming back. You're, you're already home. I don't know what your past affiliations may have been. But you are here and amongst us. Make that decision today and say, I want to join the body of Christ right here at the Bethlehem Baptist Church. Slip out of your seat if you want to make that decision this morning. If there's a need for prayer or you need somebody to pray with you, slip out. Rededication. What a great message to rededicate your life because you say, hey, for me, God has not been all-consuming. I have been compartmentalizing the God that I serve and, and I was convicted by the word and, and I want to rededicate my life and allow God to consume all of my life, all of my days, all of my rooms, all of my heart. In Jesus' name, is there one today? Is there another? may want to recommit. Is there another? Another decision you can make is a call to preach. I have a, a heart for pastors and preachers. 
And if God has put a call on your life, you need to go ahead and accept that call right now. In Jesus' name. Don't try to figure it out. Because the call is personal. Don't try to figure it out. Just come forth. Is there anybody else that needs to make a decision today? All right. You're listening to a word from the Lord, the podcast. Again, my name is Pastor Michael E. Tan. And before we leave today's program, I want to take this opportunity to let you know the greatest story ever told. The Bible says that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And if you're listening, you don't ever remember a time where you've prayed that prayer of salvation, where you ask Jesus Christ to be in your heart, uh, to come into your heart, where you believe that he died for your sins, was buried and raised again on the third day, then today can be that time. All you have to do is pray after me or pray with me this prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, I come today believing that you are God's only son and God's only way to enter into a personal relationship. I believe today that Jesus is God's only son, that he was buried and raised again on the third day, so that today I may be saved. Come into my heart, come into my life, take over my will. In Jesus' name, amen. And praise the Lord. If you prayed that prayer for the first time, you're anywhere near Paul's Valley, Oklahoma. You've been born into the body of Christ right here at the Bethlehem Baptist Church. I want to see you in the service this coming Sunday at the 11 a.m. service. We start at 11 o'clock. Bring a family member or a friend. And I'm not inviting you to church. I'm telling you to come home because you've been born into the body of Christ right here. And if you are not in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma or driving distance, we're praying that you will find a church home. That's your priority right now. You have to find a church home. Holy Spirit, which was given to you when you pray that prayer, is going to lead and guide you to the right place. And in that place, after the preach, preach. I want you to go down and let them know you've prayed to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and you need a church home. Again, I want to thank you for listening to A Word from the Lord. Again, visit our website at awftl with drmichaelkimberleyeton.org. Get to know our vision. And also there you can support our ministry if God has moved this, moved in a way that you just have to give. Visit that website, AWFTL with Pastor Mike from KimberlyEton.org. We have several ways that you can give to PayPal, paypal.me backslash a word from the Lord. We have also Cash App, a dollar sign, a word from the Lord. And also there are books that you can buy to support the ministry. This month, uh, we're adding or letting you, making available uh John on the Run, which is a series that I am preaching on the Word from the Lord TV. So you can get that book or Secret to Your Best Life. Visit the website and support us. We want to thank you for listening today. And may God bless you and keep you is my prayer.